the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Trump believes an attack on police officers in Paris will help a national security conscious presidential candidate in France. Wading into French politics, the president said he believes Thursday's attack will help Marine Le Pen in Sunday's voting. He told the AP that Le Pen is the strongest on borders. The president said whoever is the toughest at the borders will do well in the election. American presidents typically avoid weighing in on specific candidates running in overseas elections, but Mr. Trump suggested his opinion was no different from an average observer. Greg Clugston, the White House. Bush fires threatening more than 2,000 homes in southwest Florida, and the Florida National Guard is helping to evacuate residents. Governor Rick Scott's, uh, Scott said in a statement last night that he deployed the Guard in five UH-60 Black Hawk helicopters to help battle the flames. This is SRN News. Mark Levin likes that the United States flexed its muscles. And in dealing with Syria, if this doesn't demonstrate that uh, Trump is not to be more feared by the Russians than Obama ever was, and that, in fact... Trump take action against a man who's done more damage to Muslims, more damage to Arabs than any single ruler uh, in modern times. Well, then, and you got to be blind. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on The Patriot. We are your home for Intelligent Radio. The closer, Brad Carlson, is in for Mitch Berg today. He'll take us on a two-hour tour. And Mitch, the headliner, will be in tomorrow for Brad, Sunday at 2 p.m. right here on The Patriot. For the best economic insight, tune into the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 on Business 1440. From the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center, let's take a peek at your forecast. It's a wonderful one. Lots of sun in the forecast. Upper 60s for the high this weekend. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with a special Saturday edition of the program, like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast today. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take a phone call to six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also text your comments or questions to 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN. That's hashtag N-A-R-N. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, and as always, we appreciate you tuning into the broadcast. As uh, John said during the intro, uh, yes, Mitch out on assignment today. Mitch Berg, that is. He will be back in my stead uh, tomorrow for my uh, regular time slot from 2 to 3 p.m. So uh, Mitch will be uh, definitely pulling a uh, shorter shift, but Mitch uh, doing a uh, comp- more compact program. He'll talk a lot faster, and uh, it is uh, it is pretty compelling, regardless of how whether you get one hour or three hours of Mitch. That's all i got to tell you. So definitely tune in uh, to your regularly scheduled NARN programming all weekend, and you'll get one of us at some point in time. So. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, glad to be here. I'd much rather be outside, as John said, 
Perfect day out. Uh, clo- going to be close to 70 degrees and sunny. Uh, tried to uh, d- uh, persuade them to do an outdoor broadcast, but uh, we'll have to wait for another time. But there are a lot of news items to get to this week and do have a guest-intensive program. As Harry Niska, who is running for Minnesota Attorney General, he will be up in the uh, about 133 is when his segment will uh, take place. I'm going to talk to him about his candidacy. Uh, long overdue, is, if you listen to many uh, GOP activists, they've been trying to get Harry in at least the last election cycle, maybe the one before that. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, we'll, we're glad that Harry finally jumped into the fray. We'll talk about his candidacy. And uh, also Jeff Kolb and Kelly Gunderson, two dear friends of mine, uh, local political activists, will be in for the entire 2 o'clock hour to talk all things Minnesota politics. So definitely will be a fun show. I do want to hit on some national items from this past week. And all the focus was taking place this past week, past Tuesday, in the state of Georgia's uh, 6th Congressional District. Now, Tom Price, who is President Trump's Health and Human Services Secretary, obviously left his congressional seat, creating an opening in Georgia's 6th Congressional District. And how Georgia works is they basically have a... uh, uh, bunch of candidates get together. They call it like a jungle primary where you have as many candidates declare as, as you so desire. And then the top two finishers, if nobody gets 50%, that is 50% plus one of the vote, the top two finishers then go to a runoff. And then obviously a winner is decided from there. Because if you have just two candidates, you're going to get 50% plus one. I don't think I need to explain the mathematics of it to you, but I just thought I'd lay that out there. So Georgia's sixth congressional district was in the headlines. Now the Democrats have been desperate for a chanting point since Donald Trump was elected. They have been desperate to find some sort of repudiation of Trump. Literally the day after Trump was inaugurated, Trump, of course, was inaugurated on January 20th, and the day after you had hundreds of thousands marching in major cities across the country, the Women's March, uh, there to, uh, many of them were declaring they were resisting Donald Trump. And by the way, uh, just as an aside, Check out what's been going on down in Venezuela this past week and citizens who are uh, try- who are resisting their government and are ended up being met with violence. All right. You don't know what a true resistance is. You want to know what a true resistance is? Check out Venezuela from this past week. I'm just saying, um, you know, Mitch has said on this program before you're kind of expropriating that term. You haven't earned that term. Resist. Whatever. Anyways, <coughs> I digress. The point is, is that the Democrats have been desperate to find some sort of repudiation of Trump, anything that will give them any hope. Well, look, look no, no further than here in the state of Minnesota. In February, there was a local House district, a state, a state race, just a, or a, a local House race. You know, not, not a federal race, but a state race taking place in House District 32B. It kind of covers like the uh, uh, Forest Lake, Stacy, uh, Chisago City area. Up in that neck of the woods, it's about eh, maybe a half hour northeast of downtown Minneapolis. You had CNN coming to town looking into this special election. And this was a seat that came open because the incumbent uh, representative of Bob Barrett, he turns out didn't live in the district he was representing. That's a problem at the state level. So they basically uh, threw out all the candidates and had to... Uh, each each party, the DFL and the Republicans, had to put forth a candidate, submit the name of a candidate to run the race. And friend of the broadcast, Ann New, was the Republican running in that race. And that's a pretty, pretty uh, I don't want to say strong Republican district, but it leans Republican. And Ann New ended up winning that special election by six or seven points. And Democrats were so desperate to point to some sign that there was a repudiation of Trump they said, ah, oh, look at that. Look at that. Trump won that district by close to 25, 30 points in November. But look at the Republican that ran in that special special election, only won by about six or seven points. Well, what people aren't looking at is that in past races, since the House 32B has been in its current composition since 2012, that is in line with the margin of victory the Republicans won in 2012 and 2014, about seven to ten points. Trump outperformed everybody because that's one of those areas where you have maybe some working class individuals who typically vote Democrat but could not stomach Hillary Clinton and felt Donald Trump was giving them a voice. You know, you can argue the merits of their thought process or not, but the bottom line is they 
they turned out and voted overwhelmingly for Trump in November. So people are trying to correlate the two, and, and, and there's just no correlation. So a bigger chanting point was denied because the Republican ended up winning in 32B. Go to a couple of uh, last month. It was in uh, Kansas, uh, the state of Kansas, actually two weeks ago, not last month, two weeks, just a couple weeks ago, where Republican Ron Estes prevailed in the uh, Kansas Congressional District 4 because Mike Pompeo, uh, Congressman Mike Pompeo, also went to uh, serve in the uh, Trump administration. And Ron Estes ended up winning that race by seven points in a district that is typically in a Republican plus 14 district. So it's solid Republican. So then the Democrats were all in this past week on the Georgia 6th Congressional District race. There was, I think, at, I last heard 11 Republicans that ran in this race to, I think there was just one main Democrat, jo- young man by the name of John Ossoff, that was running in this particular race. And if Mr. Ossoff got 50% plus one, he would be the new congressman in Georgia's 6th Congressional District. If he got anything less than 50%, it would go to a runoff against he and whomever finished in his second place. Well, it turns out Mr. Ossoff only got 48% of the vote in Georgia's 6th Congressional District, so it is indeed going to a special election on June 20th. Let me read the... uh, uh, recap from foxnews.com. Democrats put their hope in political upstart John Ossoff to deliver a rebuke to President Trump in Tuesday night's Georgia congressional election. It didn't quite work. Now, after forcing the front runner into a June 20th runoff, Republicans are vowing to unite and defeat the Democrats' chosen candidate in two months. Uh, Trump, who used a robocall in his Twitter account in the contest closing days to push Republicans to the polls, taunted Democrats on Wednesday morning, casting the upcoming final contest as Hollywood versus Georgia. Because, again, Hollywood, of course, is all in on this uh, repudiation of Trump movement. As a matter of fact, uh, Ossoff's donations, he totaled over $8 million in this race, a special election for one House seat. Uh, to $460,000 for Karen Handel, who ended up finishing in second place. So it'll be Democrat John Ossoff versus Republican uh, Karen Handel in the June 20th uh, special election. So you had Hollywood all in on this, throwing a bunch of money at it. In fact, of the $8 million, the figure I, I read, 95% of that $8 million came from outside the district, outside the state. It's, our, it's insane. They're so desperate for that chanting point to say, well, Trump hasn't even reached his 100 days, and look at this. They're, they're, special elections, Democrats are already taking over. The resistance is working. Resist. You know, they're going to continue with that one as well. And it hasn't worked out for them. Now, that's not to say that uh, it's a sure thing that Karen Handel is going to win in, on the June 20th uh, race, but it's an R plus 14 district. And now that there's not so many Republicans in the race, Republican voters can coalesce behind one candidate. And people are pointing to this particular district because in the in the 2016 presidential election, Trump won 48, uh, uh, about 48 percent of the vote, 48, 49 percent of the vote to just 47 percent for Hillary Clinton. So you want to know what eight million dollars will get you? Eight million dollars spent to try to get the Democrat to get 50 percent plus one. And he got 48% of the vote. So that all that money was spent in this district, and he got 1% more of the share of the vote than did the Democrat presidential candidate this past November. Okay? And, you know, like I say, people in these particular areas, these districts, they don't like elitists coming in and tell them how they should vote. So they said, eh, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, Ossoff wasn't even put over the top. And by the way, uh, he couldn't even vote for himself. He didn't live in the district. That I, I didn't. I didn't have time to look up the audio clip, but he was doing an interview with CNN, and you know, you can represent a congressional district that you don't reside in if you live in a different part of the state. I mean, J- Jason Lewis, right here in Congressional District Two, at least as of Election Day, did not live in Congressional District Two, so it can't happen. But the the weird part of it is, is he was talking about well, I my my girlfriend whom I'm living with. She's in medical school, and it's 10 minutes from this district where I grew up. So once she's all done, then we'll move you know, just 10 minutes north, and we'll be back in the district. It's like, if you're only 10 minutes away, why can't you live in the district? That doesn't make any sense to me. So he's, throwing, he's using his girlfriend as an excuse as to why he's not living in the— I don't know. I just thought that was weird, that's all. And it was kind of one of those softball interviews 
where uh, they're they're kind of say you know they're kind of like uh, you know don't ask it not asking you about issues or anything like that. It's like so when are you gonna marry this girl? Could we have an election day proposal? It's like oh my god, that's your that's that's your elite media for you these days. That's for sure. So the Democrats denied a chanting point once more. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can text any comments or questions at 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN. That's hashtag N-A-R-N. Brad Carlson, The Closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Hi, this is John Lamore of Advanced Construction Services. While my voice may sound familiar, our company name has changed. Advanced Waterproofing and Advanced Sandjacking are now combined under one company, Advanced Construction Services. But rest assured, we will continue to provide the same great services that our commercial and residential customers have come to expect and that our loyal Patriot listeners have heard about since 2002. Waterproofing and drain tile, concrete lifting and void fills, Egress windows and bowed wall repairs are all performed by experienced professionals and backed by industry-leading warranties. If you have a wet and moldy basement or concrete that's settled over time, count on the experts at Advanced Construction Services for a guaranteed solution. Call today for a free estimate, 952-562-8100, or check out our new website at advancedconstructionmn.com. When you're in pain, you need the Good Feet Store. Don't suffer from foot pain, sore ankles, tired legs, achy back and hips, or sore knees. Go to the Good Feet Store for your no-obligation custom fitting and immediately feel the difference. The Good Feet Arch Support System is designed to put your feet in an ideal position, redistribute body weight more evenly, and help relieve pain and stress. With over 350 styles and sizes to relieve your pain. This is Michael Medved, and I wear my Good Feet Arch Support System in all of my shoes. I'm told they even work in high heels. I don't have experience with that. If you have stress, if you have tension, pressure, or pain in your back, hip, knees, ankles, or feet, call for your appointment, 855-554-3338. For your no-obligation fitting, you can use your flex spending accounts and most health savings accounts, too. Visit one of the three Good Feet locations, Bloomington, Maple Grove, and the brand-new store in Maplewood. Thanks to the Good Feet store. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school with our half-off tuition program. This is a program we have had for five years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. For more information about the program, or if you would like to see a full list of partnering schools, visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TwinCitiesTuitions.com is here to help you in your search for a new school with a great interactive map that will show you all of our partnering schools closest to you. And it even has frequently asked questions about the program, like why you should choose Christian education. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, who is out on assignment today. Mitch will be back filling in for me tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer, normally closing out Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. And also don't forget to tune in every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, for The King Banyan Show. Always a fantastic and insightful show on economics. That is for certain. I want to get to... uh, a couple other national news items from this past week. This from an APnews.com story. Fox News Channel's parent company fired Bill O'Reilly on Wednesday 
Following an investigation into harassment allegations bringing a stunning end to cable news' most popular program and one that came to define the bravado of his network for over 20 years. O'Reilly lost his job on the same day he was photographed in Rome shaking the hand of Pope Francis. By the evening, the O'Reilly Factor no longer bore his name, simply titled The Factor. The downfall of Fox's most popular and most lucrative personality began with an April 2 report in the New York Times that five women had been paid a total of $13 million to keep quiet about disturbing encounters with O'Reilly, who continued to deny any wrongdoing in a statement hours after he was fired. Dozens of his show's advertisers fled within days, even though O'Reilly's viewership increased. I'll read O'Reilly's statement here real quick. It's a, it is tremendously disheartening that we part ways due to completely unfounded claims. But that is the unfortunate reality that many of us in the public eye must live with today. I will always look back at my time at Fox with great pride in the unprecedented success we achieved and with my deepest gratitude to all my dedicated viewers. Now, the part I'm curious about is obviously the unfounded claims. If you're going to shell out $13 million amongst five different women, all right, that just isn't done with a devil-may-care attitude. That just isn't done cavalierly. That just isn't done uh, strictly to, you know, keep it quiet. Because in this day and age of social media and, and media scrutiny, it's going to get out. So there, there's definitely something there. So this idea that there's that, that the unfounded claims, um, uh, I, I'm skeptical of that. But one aspect of this story that has come out is apparently... That this this has been a coordinated effort by some left wing, uh, the left wing uh, media watchdog group, Media Matters, where they've been attempting to, uh, for lack of a better phrase, undermine O'Reilly's advertisers. You know, obviously O'Reilly's a highly rated program, and advertisers will advertise with his show because obviously there's a ton of viewers there. It just makes sense. And there's been a coordinated campaign of Media Matters trying to influence these advertisers to not advertise with O'Reilly's show because they don't agree with O'Reilly's politics. So people are saying, well, this is just the, this mass exodus of advertisers. This has been a coordinated campaign by Media Matters, and it's finally coming to fruition. Well, you can say I believe there there is evidence to suggest that Media Matters was trying to pull this off, but... There was no reason for advertisers to pull out if there's nothing there. You know, I mean, the reason they got skittish, obviously, is because Fox News is already under a pretty dark cloud. I mean, Roger Ailes, how many multi-millions did Fox News have to pay out before they fired CEO Roger Ailes because of his uh, awful treatment of uh, Gretchen Carlson, former Fox News personality Gretchen Carlson, no relation, uh, who is a, a personality at Fox News for a number of years? She was uh, going to take. She was going to sue the network and Roger Ailes for sexual harassment, and they end up selling for a substantial amount of money. So there was already that cloud hanging over it. So uh, I don't know if the. I'll just say if the tr- if the claims were truly unfounded, as O'Reilly asserts, then I find it highly unlikely that he'd go down without a fight. You know, and it's and it was later revealed he's being paid like about twenty five million bucks to just go away. And for O'Reilly, that's about a year's worth of his salary. Okay, so these people who are coming out with this with this talking point about, well, look at this these uh, these highly powerful men in influential positions they treat women like this, and look at this they get rewarded with millions upon millions. Well, no, it's basically one year of O'Reilly's salary. Okay, he wanted to keep working, and had he been able to keep working, he would have made a heck of a lot more than that. Now, don't get me wrong, $25 million, he's not, gonna look for, he's not looking for where his next loaf of bread's coming from. Don't, don't misunderstand me. But this idea that it's some sort of quote-unquote reward, uh, no, he's leaving a lot, lot, even a lot more money on the table. So, but like I said, uh, oh, he was paid, he was, uh, I, I assumed at the time, he was either paid handsomely to exit quietly or because he's 67 years old, he was just ready to move on with life. Well, it turns out he was paid about $25 bucks. Well, either way, uh, it takes a highly coordinated smear campaign. If, if indeed Media Matters was the puppet master behind this, 
to get five different women to come to allege improprieties, even if if they're not true. Okay, if it, you can maybe get one, maybe two, but five different women coming forth and getting paid off, uh, you know, I have a hard time believing O'Reilly's an innocent victim here. So, uh, I I guess I'm I, I I never fit the stereotypical conservative because I rarely indulge in any programming at, at Fox News. I, I liked O'Reilly's guest. He had some fascinating guests on. I'll tune in. And Dennis Miller is hilarious. Dennis Miller made a weekly appearance on O'Reilly's show, so I tune in for Dennis Miller. O'Reilly, I never much cared for. Uh, you know, he was you know he was more of a traditionalist. You know, old uh, old school values. I be, you know believed in uh, uh, traditional marriage, even though you know people were pointing out uh, the hypocrisy there because of the trouble in his own marriage and and he you know very much pro life and and whatnot. But he was he was a uh, he was a little too far. He was left of center, from what I could tell, on the Second Amendment issue. He was a big uh, gun control advocate, not a big gun control advocate, but he did uh, kind of repeat some uh, "Moms Demand Action" chanting points at times. But I, you know, I've never been a fan of O'Reilly himself because, for no other reason than he came across as boorish and, and, and insufferably arrogant. So, uh, but the, the bottom line is, there's no way to know for sure. But I can't help but wonder if Fox would have pulled the plug on O'Reilly's show uh, had there not been a mass exodus of the show's advertisers. Because had it, had it, if it had come out that O'Reilly settled with these five women, $13 million total was paid out, and if advertisers continued to advertise with the show, um, I have a hard time believing Fox would have made the move they did. But because last I heard there was, what, upwards of 20 advertisers that decided no longer to to run ads during the O'Reilly factor, you know, that takes it, that has a direct impact on the bottom line. So, like I said, Media Matters may have been coordinating an effort to try to influence the advertisers to pull their advertising dollars, but unless O'Reilly had done something immoral or unethical or against the law, there would be no reason for the advertisers to do that. But because there actually was some improprieties there, i.e. five women who were paid off for their silence for alleged improprieties. And again, the exact nature of them, of these are starting to come out a little bit now. Uh, like I said, I, I, that's what ended up happening in my, in my view is that the advertisers knowing that Fox news was already uh, paid millions upon millions to Gretchen Carlson and fired their CEO, very influential CEO and in Roger Ailes that, there was definitely that stigma with the network. So uh, I guess there's a new program. Obviously, there's going to have to shuffle the schedule around a little bit. Uh, Tucker Carlson, who's currently in the 8 p.m. Central Time slot, is now going to move to the coveted 7 p.m. Central Time slot, taking O'Reilly's place. If you ever watch Tucker Carlson's show, I definitely think it's more effective for the to to tout the conservative cause because O'Reilly, if he'd have a if he'd have a far left progressive on on his show. He'd often be combative and, and interrupt them and, and try to make it more about him. And Tucker Carlson's the exact opposite. I mean, yeah, he'll debate his points and he'll debate his point of view and show that he has a clearly uh, more intellectually sound point of view than some of his far-left progressive guests that come on the show. But what he does is he just lets these people talk. And if you want to show a distinct difference between conservatism and and progressivism, you let them make their you let you let these people talk uninterrupted, and they eventually hang themselves with their own words. And so that's why I think that you know O'Reilly had some unprecedented ratings. I don't know that Tucker Carlson will quite reach that magnitude because O'Reilly was kind of a cult of personality that people for some reason found compelling and they enjoyed. Maybe it was because of his boorish behavior and arrogant behavior, because he was willing to shout down his guests. Some people like that. I can't stand that because I just don't think it helps our cause. You know, I don't want, you know, people say, where's our John Stewart or where's our Bill Maher? You know, John Stewart destroys such and such or Bill Maher or John Oliver destroy this, that, or that. I, I don't want that on our side. Okay. I, I, I want someone to present a very coherent intellectual argument and let the left uh, kind of froth around and act like they're caught in a bear trap and unable to get to to get out of their own way. And Tucker Carlson's show definitely does that. So that might be one Fox News program I might actually indulge in. Uh, Tucker Carlson, no relation. We shall see.
1280 of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can text your comments or questions to 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. Brad Carlson, the closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Did you know that there has never been a better time for Americans to visit Europe? The dollar is strong against the euro, airfares are historically low, and the vacation choices are better than ever, thanks to the amazing portfolio of tours from world-class tour operator Globus. Whether you're dreaming of sipping wine in the Mediterranean, exploring the fantastic fjords and terrain of Norway, or enjoying a pint in an authentic Irish pub, Travel Leaders Apple Valley can help you take the tour of your dreams. Call us today at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. And ask how you can save 10% on your next European getaway. Spend a week in Europe for as little as $1,300 plus airfare. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. Or online at travelleaders.com slash MN. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The appointment of Justice Neil Gorsuch to the United States Supreme Court was President Trump's greatest achievement in his first 100 days in office. Now there are 20 vacancies on the federal circuit courts of appeals and hundreds on the district and special courts. But a huge obstacle stands in the way of the Senate confirmation process, the so-called blue slip. The blue slip is sent to the senators from the home state of every judicial nominee, allowing those senators to approve or veto the nominee. The blue slip isn't a law, and it would be anathema to our constitutional framers. It's a leftover of decades past, a means by which individual senators could control their region's judicial future. It will be up to Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Charles Grassley to seal his place in Senate history as a deeply committed constitutionalist. If Grassley rids the Senate of this practice forever, his place in the chamber's history will be secured as a leader who sought to rebalance the institution's practices in alignment with the framers' intentions. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. On the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Sands, the headliner, Mitch Berg, who is out on assignment. But fear not, Mitch fans, of which I am one. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. right here in these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. Definitely going to want to tune in. Well, we are barely into uh, the year 2017, obviously about uh, uh, not quite four full months in. But yet in this uh, crazy uh, political uh, country that we live in, it's never too early to start looking ahead to the next election cycle, I have found out. And in the state of Minnesota, we have some very key statewide races that are going to be up for election in 2018. And one of those, uh, of course, was the, one of the constitutional offices is the attorney general's race. And a good friend of mine, Harry Nisco, who's been on the broadcast before to provide 
legal insights to various issues that have been taking place in this state of Minnesota. Harry's been kind enough uh, to join us on the broadcast today uh, to tout his candidacy. Yes, Harry has declared that he will be vying for the Republican nomination for Minnesota Attorney General in 2018, and we appreciate Harry taking time out from his very busy schedule to join us for the next uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, Harry Nisco, welcome to the broadcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Brad. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, on my way home from Thief River Falls today. Um, talking to the 7th Congressional District Republican Convention uh, last night and this morning, and I'm on my way home uh, today, and it's good to talk to you. Thanks for the time. You bet, you bet. Well, uh, Election Day is a, is about 18 and a half months away, but you're not messing around here in this guy. I guess you're serious about this Attorney General race, so <laughs> kudos to you on that. Uh, well, yeah. Yes, I sure am. It's an important job, and we got we need we have an important message to get out to voters, and we have a lot of time. Uh, we, we need to we need to take a lot of time to build the organization and, and and raise the resources and get that message out to voters that we can finally have an attorney general who works for the people of Minnesota to uphold and enforce the law instead of an attorney general who just puts politics first, and that's what we've had, and it's time for a change. Absolutely. Now, I, I alluded to in the intro, Harry, that obviously we have some key statewide races coming up in 2018, obviously, uh, with uh, with the governor's race, attorney general, of course, uh, auditor, secretary of state and whatnot. And all of those statewide races of which I mentioned has had at a time or so a couple terms here and there, Republican representation, with the exception of attorney general. It's been close to a 50 year stranglehold for the DFL on this attorney general's office. Uh, why is that, Harry Nisco? Why does the AG office stand out and people just want to mark DFL on the ballot? Well, every race has been different, but you're right, Brad. It's been the last time the Republican candidate won this race in Minnesota was 1966, wow. uh, which is well before I was born. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I am, uh, I am, we are going to work hard to change that. It's uh, the, the, the next DFL nominee, Brad, like you said, is literally asking for a half century of one party rule. Uh, that's not a, that's not a good situation. We need a change in that office and we're going to go out and, and bring that message to the people of Minnesota. Uh, we're going to, we're in this early. We're, to build the organization we need, to raise the resources we need, to get people to finally understand that this is a race that can be won by the Republican candidate and that this is a race where we need real change in that office, to take the politics out of the office, to make it work for all the people of Minnesota. Right, and I definitely appreciate what you're saying, Harry, because obviously uh, this is, this should be a non-political office, despite the fact, you know, there's a there will be a DFL candidate and uh, yourself, hopefully, the Republican candidate running in this uh in this particular race, but uh, I guess let me start out. Let me start by uh, asking this: Some of the you had brought up last year, and, and probably in subsequent writings that you've done, um, Lori Lori Swanson. First of all, she's the incumbent attorney general right now, and she has yet to declare officially whether she's going to seek reelection or not. But uh, you have already been very public of your criticism of her, specifically how she's neglecting the tough parts of her job. Uh, what specifically do you feel? that Lori Swanson is doing or isn't doing where she's falling short of, of serving the people of Minnesota, Harry Niska. Well, that's her, your, your point is right. I, the reason I'm running is that I've watched in frustration as she has over and over again ducked the tough cases. And uh, we only have 10 minutes here today, Brad, so I can't get into all these <laughs> sure. examples. I, I, there is example after example after example of, of that, that office's failure to do the job when the going gets tough when uh, sometimes when it's against somebody in her own party. Uh, one very good example, recent example is the auditor law that was passed by the legislature in 2015 yep. that gives private town or uh, 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 smaller counties all over in greater Minnesota the same choice that some of our bigger counties have to uh, choose either to have their audit done by the state auditor's office or to have it done by a private auditing firm to be overseen by the state auditor's office. Rebecca Otto, as part of her, uh, uh, you know, build up to her current run for governor, yep. uh, sued uh, the state of Minnesota in three counties, Ramsey County, Becker County, and Wright County. And I talked to some people from Becker County today. Um, uh, they were picked out basically at random as one of the counties that, uh, that Rebecca Otto sued. Well, Lori Swanson, the day that that lawsuit was filed, instead of standing up and defending that law, cut a deal with Rebecca Otto mm. to dismiss the case from that, the state from that case, 
So the state is no longer a defendant. So now there are three counties in Minnesota that are the defendants defending a constitutional challenge to our state law. Ramsey County, Becker County, and Wright County. And I had an opportunity to thank some people from Becker County on behalf of the rest of the state for footing the bill to defend the state law. But that is totally unfair mm-hmm. that, that they have been put in that position. And they've been put in that position because Lori Swanson didn't do the basic uh, duty of her job, which is to defend a state law that is totally constitutional uh, that was passed by the state legislature. And we all, as citizens of Minnesota, we have a right to change the state law through our elected representatives. Sure. And when, when, that, when that happens and those laws are legally challenged, it's the attorney general's job to defend them. So that's one example I can give you. Many, many, many examples, uh, Brad. I, I, frankly, too many examples. <laughs> and that's why we're running for this office. Understood, uh, understood. Lori? Yeah, understood. Well, uh, Harry, obviously you've uh, you've met, you've alluded to the fact you've hit the ground running. You're already talking to voters, prospective delegates. Obviously, next year at the state convention, you'll be facing delegates to an attempt to earn the party's endorsement. And 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 one issue that's already been cropped up. I mean, literally the day you announced, obviously, is you were also very public about another aspect uh, of your uh, of your personal beliefs, and that is. You did not support uh, Donald Trump as the Republican presidential candidate this past presidential election. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I have my biases. I, I, I applaud that stance. Obviously, there's going to be some Republican activists who are very enthusiastic Trump supporters that are going to be a little hesitant to give their support to somebody uh, for endorsement who didn't even support the top of the ticket. So how are you going about uh, answering that question that's, uh, that's sure to come up when you're meeting with the delegates, Harry Niska? Well, the, the, there are there are a few things to say about that. One is uh, that in the area of judicial nominations and in the area of uh, rolling back some of the federal overreach of the uh, Obama administration, mm-hmm. I agree and applaud uh, many of the actions of the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, the the state attorney general does not work for the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, the state attorney general does not work for uh, a political party. The state attorney general works for the people of Minnesota. And I will do that if I'm the attorney general. I will put the rule of law first. Sure. Um, and, and I think Minnesotans can trust that I will do that. But I, I hope nobody looks at any one aspect of any of our lives and tries to define us by, our, by that one aspect. I think if voters look at my whole record, they're going to see somebody who's willing to do what's right, who's willing to speak up and stand up and fight for what I believe in, and to stand up and fight for the people of Minnesota, stand up and fight for the rule of law, even when it's politically difficult. And that's what we need in the attorney general's office. That's what we haven't had in that office. And we've suffered the costs. Uh, Wright County, Becker County and Ramsey County are suffering the costs. In the case that I mentioned, sure. uh, the people of Minnesota are suffering the costs in many, many other areas where Lori Swanson hasn't stood up to do her job to protect Minnesota against violent criminals uh, and to defend the Constitution, to push back against federal overreach. Over and over and over again, the attorney general has ducked and, and avoided the job uh, for political reasons. And we need, to, we, need a new, we need a new direction in that office. We need a change in that office. We need to do something where we put the rule of law above politics and I don't see um, in the rest of the field, especially on the other side, someone who's going to do that. Sure. I see a whole bunch of uh, state legislators lining up on the other side, uh, career politicians, partisan politicians from the legislature who are looking for another step up on the ladder. And this job is too important to be seen as just a political stepping stone. It's something that we need. It's an office we need working for all the people of Minnesota, enforcing and upholding the law. Uh, and that's what I'll do if I'm Attorney General. Absolutely. Uh, Harry, we definitely appreciate your time today. We know you have a busy schedule, and uh, you're uh, driving back from a long ways away from home. I, I definitely know that. But before we let you go, uh, people want to find out how they can help your campaign. It's never too early to get on board uh, the Harry Niska for Attorney General train here because, obviously, as Harry has alluded to, it's going to take a serious effort, some serious resources to make that happen. So, Harry, if you've got a website, social media presence, if you'd like to share that with our listeners at this point, uh, we can definitely do so. I do. Uh, HarryNiska.com is my website. There is a red contribute button at the top. Uh, We we need resources. If you're able to give, please give. 
Uh, there's also a sign-up uh, form. You can sign up to get be on our mailing list or to offer to help out in any way. We need to build a huge organization. Um, on social media, facebook.com slash Nisco. You can go there and like it. Twitter.com slash Nisco is my personal Twitter uh, feed. And we have, uh, we've had an enormous response, I think, a response that exceeds any of the other candidates that, that have gotten in the race. Uh, we're really excited about that, and we're working to build on that to get this message out to all the people of Minnesota. And I really appreciate the time, Brad, for having me on. And, um, I, if you're, uh, and, and I hope your listeners will go to our, our website and our Facebook page and sign up. Absolutely. Once again, that's harryniska.com and his Facebook page, facebook.com backslash harryniska. I've also linked to both of those sites at bradcarlson.org as well. Harry, appreciate the time today, sir. Uh, Best of luck to you going forward, and uh, we look forward to uh, catching up with you again in the near future. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment to go this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. For the first time in 10 years, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters brings you its most popular show, Grease. You'll hear all your favorite hits from the Broadway musical and the movie. You're the woman I want. You are the one I want. Join the whole gang at Rydell High. We'll sing, we'll dance, we'll bring you back to high school life in the 50s. go together like skirts, greased up hair, the soda shop, drive-in movies. Grease, it'll rock your socks off. Order your tickets today. Call or visit ChanhassenDT.com. I'm Nick Sobolewski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shot the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-566-2424. That's 1-800-566-2424. 1-800-566-2424. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You've worked hard your whole life, but are frustrated because you don't have enough saved for retirement, and it's not your fault. The decisions you have been taught are designed to make Wall Street wealthy, not you. At Online Trading Academy, we teach you how the markets really work to your benefit because no one will care more for your money than you. Text OTA to 313131 and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Hi folks, Mitch Berg here for our longtime sponsor, Thompson Building and Remodeling. Did you know they're certified by the Vinyl Siding Institute of America? This ensures your new vinyl or hardy style siding and trim is installed the way it's supposed to be. Warm weather's here and now is the time to call Thompson Building and Remodeling and have them install the new top quality vinyl or hardy style siding you've been dreaming about for your home. Call Thompson Building and Remodeling today at 651-487-5318. That's 651-487-518. Or find them on the web at thompsonpros.com. The first 100 days of the Trump administration could indicate the type of America we'll live in for the next four years. But how do we accurately evaluate these first 100 days? President Trump, the first 100 days, a dynamic event that brings together some of the sharpest political minds. Come see Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, and Ed Morrissey on May 21st for a behind-the-scenes look at the first 100 days of the Trump presidency. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. You know I love that organic cooking. I always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural. Welcome back, Cam 1280 The Patriot. I only eat good Northern Alliance Radio Network. Sugar don't touch my lips. One my final segment on this uh, or this one o'clock hour. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg out on assignment today. Hey, have you uh, bought your tickets yet to the uh, Patriot event coming up on Sunday, May 21st? It is the first 100 days of the President Trump administration, of course, very popular national hosts. Hugh Hewitt and Dennis Prager will be in town, and it's a talk going to be moderated by Ed Morrissey. All the tickets for the VIP dinner and the preferred seating sold out, gone. 
Don't say I didn't warn you, folks. I told you every time I promoted this particular event, the tickets were going to go fast, and they have gone fast. We have general admission tickets remaining, and I was told uh, I ha- I was told by a very reliable source that those are about eighty percent gone. Okay, so it's in four it's four weeks from tomorrow. It's going to sell out. So if you're just thinking about going. Get out to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the 100 Days banner, and get your tickets right now. Believe me, you're not going to want to miss this one. I kind of went Donald Trump there. Believe me, kind of went Trump on that bit there. <laughs> so, anyways, am1280thepatriot.com is the site. Click on the 100 Days banner and get your tickets today. Uh, only, again, only got about five minutes uh, in the in this particular hour. Uh would it be too much to ask to not politicize absolutely every flippin' thing in this society today? Uh, particularly, the the latest thing was the New England Patriots' visit to the White House. Now, of course, Patriots owner Robert Kraft, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if he was friends with Donald Trump or at least supported Donald Trump. Tom Brady was known to be uh, pals with Donald Trump, but... Uh, uh, wife Giselle at home, uh, not an enthusiastic Trump supporter, so there's speculation that maybe that's why Tom Brady didn't go. But again, you know, it's silly that we're going to speculate on every aspect of this particular visit. And the media was breathlessly reporting every day, oh, uh, another member of the Patriots not going to go to the White House because they don't like Donald Trump. You know, it's uh, Devin McCourty, uh, safety for the Patriots, not going to go because he said he didn't feel welcome. Running back LeGarrette Blunt decline also said he didn't feel welcome these are two african-american players and playing up the uh donald trump is a racist narrative and then uh defensive and defensive lineman chris long said he wasn't wasn't going to go didn't give a specific reason but said no i'm not going to go and then i guess recently he came out and said that he's an anti-trump guy as well and i think there was like six patriots all told that came out publicly and said they weren't going and the media was breathlessly reporting this over and over and over again see that look at that donald trump's not even president for 100 days and look at that. no one wants to even be around him no one even wants to associate with him and the probably well as it turns out dante hightower he was another player you know he's an african-american player and you know they just they just automatically assume that he's not going because he's an african-american who feels alienated by that racist donald trump and he's like, um, well, I actually went when I was a member of the national champion Alabama football team, and I also went two years ago when we won the Super Bowl. So I've been to the White House enough, thanks very much. But nevertheless, that's the, that's the narrative drumbeat they're going to go with. I bring this all up because the New York Times Sports Twitter feed put out a couple of photos, uh, on t- one on top of each other. They had the 2015 visit for the team that won that Super Bowl, obviously, two years ago. And there was the President Obama, obviously, in the middle, holding his number 44 Obama jersey. And people up each staircase and, of course, all in the center of this photo. And then the below is the photo from this past week, where it shows players in the center behind Donald Trump, but both staircases empty. And the New York Times sports Twitter feed came out and said, and it said Patriots turn out for President Obama in 2015 versus Patriots turn out for President Trump uh, this past week. And it was a very stark difference in terms of the photo. I mean, pictures worth a thousand words, right? And, of course, you know, a lot of the uh, anti-Trump progressives, whatnot, jumping around like poo-flinging monkeys. Oh, there it is. Yeah, see? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? There, it's a, it's a, there, there's the repudiation of Trump we're looking for. We can't win special elections, but a bunch of players and a football team that don't show up for the obligatory White House visit after winning a Super Bowl, that's our repudiation of Trump. Resistance is working. Except, well, uh, things are not always as they seem. The New York Times put out this tweet, and of course it got 50-plus thousand retweets and like, and like 80,000 likes. So it was out there. And how many uh, countless thousands more saw it? Well, then the Patriots' Twitter feed came out about four hours later and said, "Um, these photos lack a little context. Here are the facts. In 2015, over 40 football staff were on the stairs. In 2017, they were seated on the South Lawn. Whoops. So those weren't players that were on the staircase. Those were members of the organization. The difference is in 2017, they were sitting on the South Lawn, okay? And here's the good news. This Patriots official, this Patriots tweet that got out there, it got close to 70,000 retweets. So a rare time 
in this Twitter hysteria where they're tweeting out something to embarrass Trump or undermine Trump. It gets thousands upon thousands of retweets. And when it's found to lack context or just be flat out wrong or flat out fabrication, the uh, clarification or the correcting the record tweet gets gets uh, multiple times less than the original factually deficient tweet. But this was a refreshing change because this New York Times sports tweet got only 50,000 retweets, whereas the Patriots correction, clarification, in context tweet got about 70,000. So um, gave me a little hope in social media for once. I'm not a big fan of social media. The only reason I'm on it so much is because obviously I have a political talk show and I want to stay engaged in the events. And there are some days where it just gets so insufferable I have to get away from it. But that was one day where uh, I, uh, I, I um, to borrow a football metaphor, uh, did the proverbial end zone happy dance and enjoyed that one. And by the way, uh, the New York Times sports editor, editor uh, who put out that tweet, um, kudos, to, kudos to him, gave a mea culpa, and I'll read the, um, the statement that he made. Uh, bad tweet by me. Terrible tweet. I wish I could say it's complicated, but no, this one is pretty straightforward. I'm an idiot. It was my idea. It was my execution. It was my blunder. I made a decision in about four minutes that clearly that clearly warranted much more time. Once we learned more, we tried to fix everything as much as possible, as swiftly as possible, and as transparently as possible. Of course, at that point, the damage was done. I just needed to own it. So uh, I don't know who the uh, New York Times sports editor is, what his, his or her name is, but kudos, you know, the mea culpa and... Uh, I would like to take it a step further and like just admit that you went with the old Dan Rather forged documents myopic zeal. You were so eager to push a narrative that you just couldn't wait. But um, he wasn't going to go that far, I guess, with his truthfulness. AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? Hi, I'm Preston Neely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For a limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-963-1041. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-963-1041. Call 1-800-963-1041. Classroom football success. From high school to Penn State to the NFL. I'm John Urschel, guard for the Baltimore Ravens, and I have a master's in mathematics. Math has taught me to think logically, helping me excel on and off the field. But unlike football, math doesn't require special talent. The thing is, most kids aren't taught math in a way that makes sense to them. This is why I've partnered with Mathnasium Learning Centers. They give kids the direction and support needed to master math. Visit Mathnasium.com to find a center near you. Mom, I just don't get it. I'll never get it. I hate math. Sound familiar? If your child struggled with math last year, it doesn't mean they have to this year. Let Mathnasium Learning Centers be the solution. Our unique teaching method is designed to fill in the gaps, boost confidence, and ultimately make math make sense. With over 700 locations worldwide, we're committed to making this school year greater than last year. Visit Mathnasium.com today to find the center nearest you. New Windows for America. Can new windows for America really help you save on your energy bills? Just ask Carol in Brooklyn Park. We've got our gas bill, and they're lowering the budget amount from $121 a month to $53 a month. And I wanted to thank you guys because, I mean, you lowered our gas bill by half here. This is Cheryl and Rick. I just wanted to tell you, you did our windows over here on Winnetka Avenue in Champlain. And the first thing that I noticed is the sound. I, it 
has cut down so much of the noise on the busy road there. It's made such a difference where it's so much quieter in the house now. Great job. Love them. Got a lot of compliments on them. Now get 20% off all products or 0% interest-free financing from New Windows for America. Offer ends April 30th. Call today to schedule your free estimate. Just Google New Windows for America. New Windows for America. From the Nepsis Capital Management Studios, this is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump says... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 